Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Transgender troops can continue to serve in the military for now. Defense Secretary James Mattis announces he's establishing a panel to help create a study and implementation plan to carry out President Trump's directive disallowing transgenders in the military. Mattis says he'll provide advice to the president once the panel's work is complete. The military thinks the needs of Houston after Hurricane Harvey will reach the same levels as Hurricane Katrina. Currently, the National Guard has 12,000 troops on the ground with another 4,000 on the way. The federal government is providing 1,000 active duty troops. The National Guard says those numbers will rise in the coming days. Over 510,000 veterans and 5,500 Veterans Affairs employees are impacted by Hurricane Harvey. The Houston VA Medical Center is open. The Central Arkansas Veterans Healthcare System is taking calls from veterans in states affected to help veterans reschedule missed appointments. VA also deployed a mobile vet center to provide counseling services to veterans in Corpus Christi. One member of Congress wants answers from the Navy about how one of its shipyards ran an off-the-books police force for 12 years. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. Responding to a story that was first reported by Federal News Radio, California Congresswoman Jackie Speer wrote to the Secretary of the Navy, asking what the service is doing or has done to discipline Norfolk shipyard employees who allegedly wasted $21 million on weapons, vehicles, and salaries for the unauthorized law enforcement agency. Speer, the ranking member on the House Military Personnel Subcommittee, says there's no plausible explanation for what she called egregious waste that escaped the attention of seven separate commanders. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Senator Claire McCaskill wants to know who at DHS is responsible for $25 million in wasteful spending. The ranking member of the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee writes to DHS Undersecretary for Management Claire Grady asking about oversight of the contract for a performance and learning management system. The DHS IG recently found serious problems with the system, including how it does not fit necessary requirements for various parts of DHS. DHS. McCaskill is worried the agency isn't doing enough to make sure the waste doesn't continue. The Congressional Budget Office weighs in on five possible options for future changes to the federal retirement system. CBO found pros and cons with all of them. Three of the options suggested changes to existing federal employees' pensions or the formula used to calculate them. Two other options would replace the pension entirely with bigger employee contributions to the Thrift Savings Plan. CBO was asked to conduct the study by majority members of the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. Many federal employees say the president's recent comments about the possibility of a government shutdown have them feeling uneasy about the end of the fiscal year. 54% of the more than 900 respondents to a federal news radio survey say they are more concerned than usual. 31% say they're just as concerned as usual. Many respondents say the mere suggestion or preparations for a shutdown are, quote, business as usual for their agencies now in September. The GSA's inspector general is reviewing the lease between the agency and the Trump Hotel. The General Services Administration confirms the evaluation of the ground lease for the old post office building. GSA says President Trump is not in violation. Critics say he must sell his financial stake because elected officials can't lease federally owned buildings. Another step towards the goal of better securing the federal IT supply chain. The Homeland Security Department tries to alleviate some of the growing concerns about where commercial cybersecurity products are developed around the globe. DHS is adding more rigor around vendor supply chains to a government-wide cybersecurity initiative. Under an updated supply chain risk management plan, new vendors who want to sell their cyber products and services through the Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation, or CDM, program will have to provide more visibility into the code of their hardware and software products. I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.